Welcome to the Beantown Podcast. This is Quinn David Furness. I'm the host, creator, best boy, producer, uh, second unit production. Here's my question. You watch movie credits and they're always talking about the second unit. Second unit? What is that? Second unit. What? What Can someone out there who is a movie buff uh, or someone who went to school for production, can they tell me what a second unit uh, production crew does because like in theory okay I can come up with something I could give you a kind of a vanilla BS answer based on what I think it it is but what do you have actually have the second unit for is it like the practice squad in football do you you just keep it on reserve so you pull up a player when you're uh when your director of photography gets injured, what's what's sort of the deal there? So that's my question. Uh, regardless of the role, I indeed I fill all the roles and I fill all the holes here at the Beantown Podcast because this is Quinn David Furness, and this is the start of our fall 2018 tour. We are coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. In case you are wondering, yes, we are podcasting from the road, taking a little page out of. Uh, my good friend's uh, playbook, the Car Ride Convos podcast. Those guys are awesome. Uh, you can go like them. Facebook, follow them on Twitter, Car Ride Convos, I think is their uh, handle. Maybe Car Ride Convos podcast, I don't know. Uh, but they're pretty active on there, actually. They're, uh, they're on their way to becoming social media giants. And I'm thinking, hey, maybe if I do what they're doing, a little podcast in the car action, uh, we can uh, we can pick it up with the followers, the likes, the subscribes, the rates, the shares. Thank you to all of my followers, uh, particularly those who have put in an order for the Beantown Fall 2018 Tour Dates t-shirt. Uh, loving the support. It's $22. We're going to have that order form open for another like five or six days. So if you are listening now and you're just kind of uh, getting acquainted with the Fall 2018 Tour and you want a t-shirt to to show your friends, let me know. Uh, shoot me a message. We can get you in on the order form. It's going to be $22 flat. Uh, that's shipping included for everyone. The thing to know is that uh, the online order closes on Friday or Saturday. That's when we start making the shirts. That's when we start shipping them. I got to do that so you can get these shirts out, you know, in the middle of the tour and not after the tour. So uh, thank you to all the fans. Thank you for following me on Twitter. I'm at white buns with a z uh you can always email us beantown podcast yahoo.com that's beantown b-e-a-n-t podcast at yahoo.com listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the beantown podcast particularly the beantown podcast in a car uh, what if you were listening to the beantown podcast in a car while you were driving in the car wow i know what you're saying well how are we supposed to do that it's a podcast it's on the internet no car on the internet i've got good news for you Apple Podcasts, thanks to our partnership with those guys with iTunes, you can actually download the podcast right onto your phone or your tablet or your other mobile device. You plug it into the USB port in your car, boom. You got 24K, 24 karat magic, Bruno Mars, surround sound quality. Uh, maybe you got a little Ariana Grande intro music. You believe God is a woman. <laughs> And you got it right in the car. 5.1 Dolby Digital Surround Sound coming to you live with the Samson Q2U microphone series. It's that crisp audio quality, which, uh, speaking of crisp audio quality, 
apologies to everyone. Uh, I feel like I let the fans down, I let myself down last week. In case you're wondering what happened with the audio quality, I don't have an answer for you. Uh, I just straight up don't. I did everything exactly the same way we've been doing it for eight months. It was honestly the most basic, standard podcast setup I I could have. Sitting on the flower chair at 817 St. Paul Street, we were coming to you live from Beantown. Laptop on the coffee table, microphone plugged in, only one, not two. No, there's nothing weird with the two mic setup, which can get tricky. And we recorded, and we listened back, and you all heard it. If you ever wanted to know what a podcast would sound like from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, I think that I think we have our answer here. Uh, it was James Cameron or Michael Bay. I think it's James Cameron does all the stuff with uh, his submarine uh, underwater and like going to the Mariana Trench and stuff. I'm kind of that, but for podcasters. So just call me the James Cameron of podcasting now because apparently... I uh, I do my podcast underwater. So that episode is a little bit of a lost episode. That's okay. We weren't covering uh, too much heavy stuff. I'm just glad that it wasn't a, a an episode like uh, with my uncle. Uh, uncle Andy came on two weeks ago. We talked about a whole lot of stuff. Part one of our interview. Um, Jack Links, of course, fantasy football, Rice Lake, Wisconsin, the chronotype, all that stuff uh, we got some uh, good intel on. But that was clear quality. I don't know what happened last week. I apologize. Uh, I really feel like I, I let the fans down. So um, we're going to continue to uh, ensure that we're going to get crisp audio quality every time. Samsung QTU microphone series. Uh, we did a whole lot of tests um, at a rest stop before starting our recording here today so i think everything is uh is good to go and uh if it's not then i'm just gonna lose my freaking mind but listener discretion is indeed advised getting back to the original point when you're listening to the bean tom podcast number one we'll occasionally use some 18 plus language here and there although typically we're uh we're pretty good with that stuff i like to think number two and last week was a uh living testament to this uh, the podcast is objectively terrible. So that's that. Um, what's going on? Fall 2018 tour. We've been advertising it pretty heavily on social media, on the Internet. Um, if Facebook gives me another free $30 boosted credit, you might see a, a boosted advertisement on your page. I try not to get into the boosted stuff because I know once I kind of like what I see and get a feel for oh man, now we're starting to see some likes, some subscriptions coming in an inorganic way where I'm paying for it it'll just like I'll get used to it in a sense and it'll start to become part of my budget and you say well it's only 30 bucks and eh, that's you know that's not too much but then next thing you know you're spending millions and millions on your podcast that only has 50 to 60 listeners on average a week and that's just not sustainable so we'll continue to look into um, the boosted stuff we did. I did it once uh, because Facebook gave me a free, you know, coupon for it. I didn't spend a single dime of my own money on that. 
Um, I think if I was going to boost a post, it'd probably be the Scalabrini shout-out. Um, thank you to uh, to the fans for uh, making that connection. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you're wondering, Brian Scalabrini, former NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, pretty famous player, uh, White Mamba is his nickname. Uh, that video is on our page. It's on YouTube, all that stuff, Beantown Podcast. Um, so anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, but the fall tour... We are, of course, in Indianapolis today. Uh, before I, I fill out the rest of these tour dates here, um, I, I meant to make one other apology regarding the audio quality last week. Uh, our good friend, um, No Last Co., great company, some Chicago photography stuff. We read their ad for the first time. That was an exciting time for everyone because it was the first ever Beantown podcast paid uh, sponsor really exciting we've been going for that for you know ever since we started eight months now um but apologies because the audio quality was really bad so i know i told you uh, no last co that yeah we were gonna get your ad going uh, a couple other times uh, i'm not gonna read the full ad as it's uh, written out to me today because i'm in the car and uh you know just trying to stay alive at this point like uh like the bg said but uh, go follow places.in.chicago on Instagram. They've got a lot of good stuff. Um, they did not have a post or a picture up last time I checked, but hopefully that's changed in the last week. Again, it's no and then a period, then uh, – no, that's not right. It's places, then a period, then in, then another period, then Chicago. Places.in.chicago. Check them out on Instagram. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Um, Beantown Podcast follows them, so you should too. Uh, we're going to get you your full ad going again uh, next week. If you are interested uh, in uh, sponsoring or advertising on the Beantown Podcast, we do a whole lot of different options. We do 30-second reads. We do two-minute reads, whatever you need to, to get for your company. I can do them beginning, middle, or end. I'll change the pricing structure a little bit, but it's pretty reasonable. Uh, I understand, look, my production value is pretty low. It's a pretty low-budget operation, so I'm not asking for too much. Um, but if you are interested in advertising with the Beantown Podcast, shoot me an email, beantownpodcast@yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcast at yahoo.com, and we'll get that figured out. Um, today, Indianapolis, Indiana, as we are driving along I-65 here, God's country, uh, Mike Pence, gotta love it. We were just at uh, the gas station, filling up for our drive into the windy city here. Um, and that gas station, boy, that was that was pretty rough. A lot of uh, white people, which is not why it was rough. I, I love the white people, big fan of their work. I love, love, love Martin Short, but uh, smelled pretty bad. Uh, boy, the guy working behind the counter looked like he had uh, been to hell and back. A lot of tattoos, uh, looking pretty rough, pretty slow reaction time. Uh, you go into the gas station. I always love this gas station. It's God's country, right? You get the, and here comes the 18 plus stuff. You get like the penis rings. They're dispensers, and I, for you ladies, I don't know if they have something similar to this in your bathroom, but you go to like rest stops, gas stations, I'm sure that's all over the place. This isn't just a Midwest thing, but I certainly can remember that like on road trips growing up, you go into bathrooms and there are like 
dispensers for whatever you call them, like pleasure rings, and they got like different flavors and stuff. And I don't know. Personally, I have never uh, tried that stuff out. It seems a little risky if I'm going TBH here. Uh, really, I'm not that interested in uh, in sliding stuff around my hoo-hoo. So, I don't know, Mike Pence, if you're listening to this, if you're aware of this, this disturbing practice that has infiltrated America's gas station and rest stop bathrooms, but... Uh, yeah, penis rings. I don't know if anybody has ever had any experiences with these things. Uh, give us a shout out. We'd love to have you on the podcast for an interview because I just have so many questions. So, anyways, uh, that's what the bathroom was like. A lot of graffiti, a lot of stuff on the walls. Um, no mirror. Always love that. Makes me think like I'm at a national park or something, like a bathroom out in the middle of the woods. No mirrors. Um, pretty smelly so we got it out of there uh, as quickly as you can say uh, Mike Pence 2020 so we are now on the road Uh, we are heading up to Chicago which is where we will come be coming to you live from next weekend Uh, after that we are going to try to try to do an episode live from Bowling Green is is the hope there two weeks from now that episode will probably come out pretty late because i don't think i'm scheduled to get into bowling green until uh the very end of the of the the weekend sunday night i'll keep you all updated on that after that we're going to be looking to come to you live from rockford illinois very exciting news my good friend accountant extraordinaire and a pretty nifty musician, Matthew Fiedler, is going to be joining us live on the podcast. You'll remember Matthew uh, from back in uh, March, I think, is when we did our taxes. Donald Trump will not release his taxes, but Quinn David Furness sure as hell will. We release our taxes. If you're a new listener, I actually really like that episode. I, I will listen to that um, occasionally here and there once every other week just because uh, I think there's actually a lot of good information on there. Some of it's really funny. Some of it's actually, you know, we had an accountant <laughs> on the uh, on the podcast. And he's, Matthew's got a lot of good tips. So we got that. We've got a Beantown Unplugged special in the works. Not going to reveal any details about it. Um, but let's just say when you put two excellent musicians together in one room, you never know what's going to happen. So there's your little teaser trailer. After that, we'll come to you live from Sioux Falls. Uh, should be a good time. South Dakota. I don't think there's ever been a podcast done live from South Dakota, so that should be pretty exciting. After that, we'll be in Baltimore uh, for a weekend. We'll have a podcast come to you live from there, followed by another podcast live from Chicago. And then we'll have one. It's looking like Nashville. I know on the um, on the, the social media posts it said Nashville slash Memphis. It's looking like Nashville. We might try to do something, uh, a little midweek check-in from Memphis, maybe return to the Mississippi since that was a crowd favorite um, with the ambience and the donuts. Uh, and then we'll be uh, back in Beantown for our Halloween special, and that will take us into November, and we'll get into the holiday season. So, um, anyways, that's the fall tour. Again, thank you to everyone who bought shirts. It's not too late. $22 flat rate. You can find the design online. Front says Beantown uh, Podcast Fall 2018 Tour. Back says Fall 2018 Tour, and then it has a list of all of our tour dates, which I think we're up eight tour dates I think we have. So that's exciting. How many podcasts do you know that go on the road? 
other than the Car Ride Convos podcast because that's just where they're stationed on the road. But um, it's exciting. Thank you to everyone who's reached out about shows, tickets. Uh, love you all. Love your support. Please remember, if you are listening, if you're just casually listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes um, and you're thinking, hey, I like what I hear, Go ahead, throw us five stars. Uh, smash that like button, as my good friend PJ would say. Uh, you know, the more stars we get, uh, the better content we get. And the, there's no real reason for that, but I just, you know, having a bigger ego always helps. So, anyways, uh, do that. Leave us a little review if you like. Um, and, uh, and get some paraphernalia. Get some propaganda. Get some regalia. It'll be fun. So... Anyways, what did I do in Indiana? Uh, I was in Indianapolis for about 24 hours as we are now leaving the city. Um, But it was a good time. Uh, So I got to meet up with uh, a bunch of uh, friends from undergrad. And actually, so this this is really interesting. Uh, A lot of people have a fantasy football league for their quote-unquote school league. And that is the case for me, but my kind of relationship to these guys is really fascinating. So when I was uh, a freshman in college, after I finished up freshman year, I was an orientation leader the summer between my freshman and my sophomore years of college. Um, Pretty common job for an undergraduate to have. Uh, In our roles, uh, or in our position, we also, so we were orientation leaders for incoming freshmen, which is the majority of people who are know starting their undergrad careers but they're also a team of uh, undergraduate uh, workers who are transition leaders and they did the same thing but for transfer students so um, I was an orientation leader I met a guy who was one of these transition leaders for the transfer students name was Chris and uh in addition to Chris, there was another transition leader named uh, Kevin who lived in the same apartment complex that I lived in my sophomore year. So kind of had some loose connections. I didn't know these guys super well, but um, they seemed like nice guys. Uh, Chris invited – we've got a huge slowdown on the highway here. I don't know what the issue is. Chris invited me uh, going into sophomore year of college to play uh, an intramural football team. And I was actually excited because I had played on an intramural football team my freshman year with people I lived with in my freshman hall. Um, but I think I think maybe the guys I played with had started their own team without me, or I don't, I don't, or they just disbanded. I don't remember what happened. So I got invited by Chris uh, to play on his intramural team, and I got to meet a bunch of his buddies, including my friend Hunter. Um, he's a really nice, great guy. And so we um, played intramural football together our sophomore year. We played again my junior year, which ended up turning into my senior year. Anytime I'm on the podcast and hear me talking about my junior year of college, I actually mean my senior year because they ended up becoming the same thing. Um, And then when I was playing our last year of college, playing intramurals with Hunter uh, and Chris, Hunter's brother uh, started at DePaul. He came on, uh, Connor. And uh, we started uh, a fantasy football league that year, which was fun. I actually, I don't, so this year we're, it might be our fourth year. I don't remember exactly how old this league is, but also met my friend Greg. Um, and what ended up happening, I think, Hunter and uh, his brother and Greg, they might have had some sort of, I don't know the details on this, but there might have been some sort of falling out with uh, some of the other guys, including Chris, who was kind of my initial connection into. Um, 
into this world, into this group of people. Um, but I kind of kept it going with, uh, with Hunter and his brother and uh, our friend Greg, and uh, we started a lead together. And I really, these, these this is interesting because these weren't guys that I hung out with a ton in undergrad. You know, we'd play intramural football together, occasionally like get together on a Sunday to watch a game. But otherwise, I didn't. You know, kind of different worlds. I just happened to share one. Uh, community, one connection, and uh, now I play with uh, Greg's in our league and Hunter and Hunter's two brothers, uh, Connor and then Tristan, and then honestly the rest of the guys are their friends from uh, I think probably for the most part same school. I just didn't know them when I was at school, but uh, guys I don't really know, but guys who are super nice. We all got together um, this weekend. Hunter just bought a cool new house in the Indianapolis area, which is really exciting. Homeowner, first time, that's awesome. He's got a, a puppy, a Great Dane, who is eight weeks old. And if you're friends with me on Snapchat, you saw some of those pictures. He's adorable. Malcolm is his name. That's Malcolm with two L's. And his paws are way too big for his body. And uh, it was just a great time. We, uh, <clears throat> those guys are pretty big drinkers, pretty big partiers. Not that I'm not, but I just, I was really tired all day yesterday getting up at 3 a.m. to get to Chicago and then drive to Indianapolis from there. So I had a couple beers, uh, but didn't go too crazy and ended up falling asleep. And I think they stayed up super late again. But um, it was a great time. We did our fantasy draft. Let's see some of my highlights for some of my. My, my big heavy hitter, so this is an auction draft, so this is different than your standard snake draft in that um, instead of just like going in order and that's just how you do it, when it's your turn you get to pick, an auction draft you get uh, $200, and it's not your own money, this is just 200 internet dollars, although this league we play for is for cash, um, but you get $200 and you have to pick 15 players uh, to fill out your entire team and just like a regular auction, you bid, and whoever gets the highest bid gets that player, and you just go through 150 different players uh, bidding on them until you have 10 teams with 15 guys each. Uh, so some of the guys I spent the most money on, Odell Beckham Jr. from the Giants, who really wasn't on my radar, wasn't a guy that I was like targeting before the draft started. He's not been a guy that I've been targeting any of my drafts, but... I don't know what happened. You know, you start bidding, and all of a sudden you just don't want to lose. So I got Odell Beckham Jr. I got Devontae Adams, who plays for the Packers, and Devonta Freeman for the Falcons, Alex Collins. I got Russell Wilson, who's my favorite quarterback, so that was exciting. Um, Baltimore defense, Michael Crabtree. So Greg Olson, who I had last year, and he was good until he got hurt. So... I'm excited for this year in this league. Last year I got second place. I lost to Greg uh, in the Super Bowl championship. So he uh, he had a good time with that this weekend, uh, making sure to not, not let anyone forget it. But um, it was fun, you know, fantasy drafts. Uh, get to, excuse me, get to see those guys about once a year now. Although it's actually, it's crazy because I've been in Baltimore now uh, the last two years that these drafts have taken place. And last year it just happened to be, in Chicago, just visiting, uh, just doing, seeing friends and stuff, um, not for work or anything, but their draft just, like, happened to be while I was there. I didn't know about it beforehand, and then I found out, uh, and so I got to go to Hunter's apartment to do that, and then this year, we, we had planned it more in advance, but I was already going to be in Chicago for work, so it worked out great there, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep getting lucky with, uh, work and stuff, and, 
pleasure trips, uh, pleasure rings for your penis, uh, continuing to line up. But as long as it does, it's fun. We have a good time. Uh, it, honestly, it kind of feels like I'm a little kid again. I like sleepovers. There's like Doritos and Mountain Dew. I guess the only difference now is you have Bush Light in addition to all that stuff. But, uh, you know, watching college football, watching baseball, video games, all that stuff. So it's a good time. Makes me feel like a kid again. Um, I'm drinking my coffee here. Uh, it's a fun time. So that's primarily what, uh, what I did in Indiana. While I was here, um, beautiful state, very flat state as we were driving through uh, or driving right past Purdue University right now. Shout out to my college football team, the Northwestern Wildcats, with the, uh, I don't know, tough to call it an upset, but they, they went into Purdue on Thursday night, went into West Lafayette, and uh, knocked off the Boilermakers. And obviously I think Northwestern is a, a little bit of higher regarded program, but you go on the road for your opening game. It's a conference opponent. Uh, that's pretty exciting to do that. So Northwestern has the longest winning streak of any team in uh, FBS right now. I think they haven't lost since like I don't know, maybe October of last year. Probably whenever they had to play Wisconsin. So it's really exciting. If Northwestern can. Uh, can sort of keep it up they can take care of business in their non-conference schedule then really their only losses that they should have to worry about should be uh, Wisconsin and I don't know who they play from the eastern half of the Big Ten but if they have to play you know Ohio State or something uh, or Penn State then that's probably a loss there but they're good enough to compete Northwestern could certainly finish the year ranked 20th or so uh, and grab a not one of like those top six bowl games but um something shortly after if they play up to their potential which is always the struggle bus for northwestern so anyways uh good job cats go get them i don't know who they're playing next week but give it a couple more weeks and a big conference play will start um the nfl season starting up here in four days thursday night the defending super world champion eagles led again, once again, by Nick Foles. Carson Wentz still not recovered from his ACL injury. Um, Nick Foles will host, the Eagles will host the Atlanta Falcons. That should be an exciting game. That's a rematch of uh, division weekend last year. The Falcons came scarily close. We're talking inches close on a Julio Jones catch to knocking off the Eagles. Oh, geez, got a guy in my lane. Yikes. Um which would have meant the Vikings would have hosted the Falcons. And I think most of us at that point would uh, would have picked the Vikings to win that game. But alas, that is not at all the way uh, things actually happened. Um, so that game should be exciting. I like the Falcons actually in that game. I think, I don't know, I struggle to get behind the Eagles this year. But it's not for any sort of like Super Bowl hangover reason. It's literally just because... I feel the same way about um, the Eagles now as I did like their entire Super Bowl run last year, where it was just like, yeah, they're a good team, they got a good record, they got good players on paper, but do I actually like think they're the best? No, I don't. And of course, they make me look like an idiot for thinking that, and now I'm thinking exactly the same way. But boy, Nick Foles has not looked great. He doesn't have a great track record career-wise for being Mr. Consistent. Um, so 
for uh, he played just shockingly amazing in uh, in the the NFC Championship game versus the Vikings and in the Super Bowl last year versus the Patriots. Two strong defenses. Um, I, do I really think that he can keep that up? No, I don't. And I also have major concerns. You asked me who are the uh, the Eagles kind of skill players, wide receiver, uh, running back, and tight end. Uh, boy, they got Jay Ajayi, who's kind of been up and down in his career. Frankly, more down than up. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is their top receiver, but he's out for multiple weeks. They got Nelson Aguilar, who's, who's fine, but he's not, you know, he's not amazing. He'd be like an average wide receiver, too, on your typical team, which is what he is for the Eagles. So that's not exactly a you know, standout or anything. They lost. Uh, they still have Zach Ertz, who's a solid tight end option, but they lost Trey Burton. They signed with the Bears. Um, I guess they probably have Corey Clement still, or Corey Clement, however you pronounce his last name, uh, kind of to spell Ajayi, but Ajayi is usually the guy who's spelling someone else, so I'm not exactly sure what the run game looks like. So I would expect to see a lot of... Uh, quick screens, quick hitters. I don't think they're going to have much of a traditional running game. And I think they'll just have to try to rely on their defense to uh, keep them in games and sort of create some offense for them. Long story short, I do feel this time around, um, I do think a team like the Falcons or the Saints or the Vikings or the Rams, I do think those teams to start the season are in better shape than the Eagles. Um, but I guess we'll find out. Home field advantage is very helpful, um, and the Eagles have been able to, to have that throughout their their run last year and starting this year. So we'll see how it shakes out. That's the NFL season. Starts on Thursday. My Vikes will host the uh, Jarek McKinnon-less San Francisco 49ers. Poor uh, McKinnon went down, practiced yesterday, tore his ACL. He is out for the year. Um, so, uh, best wishes to Jarek and uh, speedy recovery. Hopefully, we'll see her on next year. But um, yeah, that guy—he's uh, now dangerously close to just kind of fading away. His NFL career never really um, getting on the radar. So we'll see what happens there. That's always tough when you tear ACL. Uh, but Vikings hosting Jimmy Garoppolo, Eastern Illinois alum, has never lost a start, and I think that is going to change because I don't know who San Francisco's weapons are. Besides Marquise Goodwin, who is, again, fine. He's got a good connection with Jimmy G, but I don't think he's actually talented enough to make much of a dent. We're talking Xavier Rhodes here, number one cornerback in football, and you're trying to tell me Marquise Goodwin is going to go up there and make him look foolish? I don't probably think so. Um, so I, I think the Vikings should take care of business against San Francisco week one. There are never any easy games in the NFL, and San Francisco is a little bit of a unknown product here, but uh, unless Kirk Cousins just really lays an egg, I think the Vikes got this. Uh, Bears and Packers open up the Sunday night football uh, schedule from Lambeau Sunday night uh, week from today. That's going to be exciting. A lot of people are very excited about the Bears, particularly. I show up yesterday morning. I'm, I'm leaving O'Hare in my rental car about half hour after I leave the city. 
and I'm listening to 720, 670, whatever, and the the Khalil Mack news breaks, which is insane. The Bears traded two first-round picks uh, to Oakland for Khalil Mack, arguably the best defensive player in football. You could argue between Khalil Mack, uh, J.J. Watt, maybe uh, um, Xavier Rhodes as a cornerback, or uh, there's a defensive end I'm forgetting, Everson Griffin. But, uh, yeah, Khalil Mack, linebacker for the, uh, or line, defensive end linebacker. I'm not sure how the Bears will use him. But for the Raiders, uh, fantastic player. I don't know what's happening in Oakland. I don't know what John Gruden's plan is. Considering the guy hasn't coached in 15 years, maybe he's just gone crazy. Not sure. The Raiders dropped Martavis Bryant. I don't know who their receivers are behind Amari Cooper. Uh, I don't know how much Marshawn Lynch has left in the tank, considering this guy retired like three years ago, and all of a sudden now he's back and he's still playing. I don't know how much Marshawn has left. I guess we're going to find out in a week. But uh, yeah, that was the big shocking trade. Uh, good for the Bears. A lot of people here are excited, as they should be. Um, they locked him up for, what, four or five years, maybe six. Highest uh, paid player ever. Uh, highest paid defensive player ever in NFL history, which is exciting for him, exciting for the Bears. Uh, a little Erlacher 2.0, perhaps. So good for those guys. Um, and, yeah, Bears are going to be a tougher out this year. Uh, people on, you know, get the callers in. Bob from Elk Grove and stuff are like, oh, Bears, Super Bowl, this is the year. 11, 12 wins, and no, they're not there yet. Uh, and this isn't going to be me bashing on the Bears, but uh, what did they win? Five games last year, something like that. Um, sure, you get Trubisky in year two now. You got them a whole bunch of new weapons, which is fantastic. They absolutely needed that. Uh, but these these things don't just start week one. You don't all of a sudden have Allen Robinson and Trey Burton and um, Tariq Cohen all part of the offense and it just clicks instantly particularly when you're playing against uh, teams like the Vikings uh, who have fantastic secondaries now maybe they'll be able to make it work against the Packers who have a notoriously uh, lackluster defense I guess we'll find out on Sunday night but uh, yeah Bears Bears can be a lot tougher this year the defense will keep them in some games Uh, don't be surprised if the Bears can get closer to 7 or 8 wins this year uh, they have a fairly easy schedule. There are a lot of games uh, for them that they should just straight up be able to take care of if they take care of the football the way that um, they are capable of. So don't be surprised if the Bears kind of leapfrog uh, the, the the Lions this year into sort of third place in the NFC North pecking order. Not that I don't like the Lions this year. Just I'm not really sure what direction that franchise is going in. As long as you have Stafford and Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, uh, they're going to get you your you know seven to nine wins a year. But the defense really isn't anything special. The Lions have not had a good rushing attack since I, I couldn't tell you when. Occasionally they'll get one random strong game from Reggie Bush or Javid Best or Amir Abdullah or whoever the ice cream flavor of the week is but 
they just can never get any sort of consistency out of that rushing attack, and that's why that's why they're not good enough. I mean, they they made it to the playoffs for the first time in a, forever. It was like five or six years ago. I think they lost to the Saints. That's when I was in high school, so maybe six or seven years ago. Um, and then since then, they've just kind of been close, uh, not quite good enough, and. Uh, that's just how I feel about the Lions every year now. So still a tough game, not an easy game for anyone, but I don't know if they're quite good enough. I don't know what the future of that franchise is uh, as Matt Stafford kind of uh, gets into the last probably six or seven years of his career. So anyways, uh, wow, it's really turned into the football rambling podcast, but I think it's appropriate, right? NFL season will be in full swing by the time the next Bean Tom podcast episode drops. So today has been really interesting. We've talked about Indiana. We have talked about penis rings, and we've talked extensively about football. Uh, apologies to pretty much anyone who listens. Uh, I know these aren't your topics. These aren't your cups of tea. But that's the thing with the Bean Tom podcast. You never know what you're going to get. It's variety for your daily life. We are the Bean Tom podcast. The people's podcast and when you only have 30 to 60 minutes every week you're not going to be able to please every population of person so to all my football fans uh to all my penis ring fans and to all my indiana residents out there you're welcome the podcast is dedicated solely to you as we get into minutes 38 here uh let's see anything else i wanted to talk about oh uh looking forward tomorrow Quick shout out to my uh, friend and former roommate Sam Anderson, who uh, was on my freshman year intramural football team. Uh, we weren't that good, but we had fun. I am meeting up with my friend Sam tomorrow. He lives in Milwaukee now. Works a sick sports marketing job uh, uh, up there. We are going to Miller Park. Brewers versus Cubs. 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. I have not been to a Cubs game this year, uh, so that is really exciting for me. I have not been to uh, Miller Park since I was probably, I don't know, 10 or 11, something like that, 12, 13. So uh, it's going to be a good time. I got us some tickets. He's a big uh, Brewers fan, Packers fan. I'm a big Cubs fan. So um, that should be fun. We got uh, Cole Hamels going for the Cubs. Uh, just looking forward to it. I haven't been to Milwaukee in a couple of years. I'm going, going deep under the or behind the cheddar curtain. So pray for me. I'll make sure to get some cheese curds and then uh, start in uh, Tuesday morning. We, uh, for my actual job that I actually get paid for, we're doing uh, some big time heavy lifting, a lot of long days, a lot of speaking engagements, a lot of uh, cough drops and coffee. So. Uh, wish us luck as we uh, as we get into that. Uh, go Cubs! As they take on the Brew Crew tomorrow. Um, go Vikes next week, hosting the 49ers. And uh, that's pretty much what I've got for you on the podcast. Yeah, this has been Quinn David Furness. We have come to you live from Indiana. The natural state. Um, it has been a lot of fun to be able to do this to kick off our tour. Thank you again and again to Hunter, my dear friend, for uh, for your sick new pad and for hosting us and um, and for just having a fun weekend doing the draft and setting up all that stuff. A lot of behind the scenes work. 
So thank you to Hunter. Um, stay tuned in uh, next week as we come to you live from Chicago. It'll be the first of two uh, tour dates in Chicago. We got another one, as mentioned earlier, in uh, mid-October. So all that stuff and more coming up on the Bean Tom Podcast, the People's Podcast, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. Uh, this has been our first ever podcast live from the road, which is really exciting. Broadcasting out across the nation. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, I am pretty sure that our audio quality audio, audio quality is way better than last week. We're not underwater anymore. Um, life should be good. Life should be very good for the Beantown Podcast. So we hit our sweet spot. We're at 41, closer to 42 minutes, which is great because that's Jackie's number. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Remember to like, uh, share, subscribe. Facebook, uh, our Twitter handle is at White Buns. Uh, you know what? I shared that earlier. That's not correct. That's my personal Twitter handle. I knew that sounded incorrect. The Beantown Podcast Twitter handle is at BeantownCast. Uh, my personal, you can follow me there. It's not that exciting, I promise, but it's at White Buns. Uh, but the Beantown Podcast Twitter handle is BeantownCast. Email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-B-Downpodcastyahoo.com. Uh, no Last Co. You can follow him on Instagram. That's Places in dot chicago we're going to get another full ad for you next week thanks for sponsoring the podcast as always we appreciate our loyal listeners and we appreciate our loyal sponsors okay that's going to wrap it up live from indiana uh maybe we'll be back in a couple years but thank you to all thank you for hosting us thank you mike pence we will check in on you next week live from chicago have a great labor day weekend everyone see ya